Welcome, everybody, to this edition uh, to the Beat the Holiday Blues. Joining us here today, we have Chaplain Layman. He is the Redstone Arsenal Garrison Chaplain. And I hope I've got that title correct, Chaplain. Tim, that's that's correct. Okay. Well, we're excited to have you here today, and we want to just start off by just talking about some of the initiatives and programs you have going on for the community during the holiday season and and some things that you're doing to kind of ease the burden of the holiday season and what exciting things we can do and look forward to. And and so uh, please tell us what's going on with you. Yeah, Tim, thanks. Just to put this out uh, up front, every month we do a spiritual resiliency luncheon up here at the U.S. USAG headquarters building, and we're trying to branch out and go new places. So uh, if you're out there and you'd like us to come your way, we'd like to come do a spiritual resiliency luncheon. We tackle a topic on spiritual resiliency for about seven, ten minutes. We provide a lunch free of charge, and we try to work around the schedule of the civilian populace. So 11.30 to 12 is how we've been doing it, and then 12.30 to 1300, a couple different iterations. And so we are having uh, one on December 14th at the headquarters building here. And that will have a, a Christmas theme. Christmas blessings uh, for Christmas uh, will be the title of that. But we do a different topic uh, every month. So just keep that in mind out there. If you'd like to attend those in the future, those are an every month event. Another event that takes place every month, and that is our Redstone Men's Prayer Breakfast. A lot of people don't know about this. It's typically the second Saturday of the month. We have one coming up. Uh, December 10th, and that's at 9 o'clock at Bicentennial Chapel. And once again, different speaker every time, different topic every time. And so think about, as I share these events, what kind of fits where you're at and what you could plug into to help you in your faith. Every week we have Protestant women of the chapel that meet on Thursdays at 9.30 at the chapel, and that's a good group. They just continue to do new things as they meet together. Regarding Christmas, we will have a Christmas candlelight service this year, and that is December 24th, and that's at 6 o'clock p.m., 1800 at Bicentennial Chapel. We had this event last year. It was a good turnout, so we'll have that again. And then we'll continue to have our regular running uh, Protestant service on Sundays at 1100. So that's uh, what's going on in our world, Tim. Awesome. You talked about the the spiritual resiliency luncheons to help the community understand a little bit more about those. Is it something where if if the organization requests uh, your service to come in and and do a spiritual resiliency lunch, do they request a topic or is it something that you kind of already have established a curriculum and then or or is it tailored to what the the organization's needs are? Tim, we really can tailor it. Uh, We don't have a set curriculum we mm-hmm. use. We try to keep our ears open to what's going on out there and what stressors people are going through, what 
they want what they see as a need and respond. We don't maybe get a lot of input as far as, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And so a lot of times we come up with the topics, but we're certainly open to hear what you as, uh, you know, the community want to receive some sort of training or resiliency focus on. Mm-hmm. And we're open to that, Tim. Yes. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what what topics have you done in the past, if you don't mind sharing, just so that we can get a feel for what topics have been covered so far? We have focused some on the workplace, you know, showing love, appreciation in the workplace. Uh, we focused on how you can build, you know, those habits in your life uh, as an employee that are healthy to express in the workplace. I know that I focused uh, on the spiritual disciplines you know, and how can we build those spiritual disciplines right. in our life? And for some, that's prayer. Some, that's spending time in their sacred text. And so we've given some attention to that as well. And the the prayer breakfast, tell me a little bit more about that. I've never been to a prayer breakfast, but I've been wanting to go. So what can I expect if I go to a prayer breakfast? I tell you, if you go to uh, one of the men's prayer breakfasts, it's really an environment where... Typically, you have a speaker, but it's a lot of open dialogue as well. So it's typically not someone who's just standing up there and sharing something and and everybody just sets back and they listen to to what's going on and they take notes. There's a lot of open dialogue and Mm -hmm. discussion, people sharing their faith journey, where they're at. And it's really a community that comes together to show support to each other and say, hey, I'm here if you need me. And I would say it's a very welcoming group. We have probably some regulars. We do have some regulars that come every Saturday, but then we have some different ones that come. And it's beyond just the men in Bicentennial Chapel. And that's the point that I want to make. There's men from the community that come, right? right? Redstone Arsenal community. That and don't attend chapel that on Sunday, do, typically. That, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's right, Tim. That gotcha. do not attend chapel that come to this men's prayer breakfast. So gotcha. it's a very welcoming environment. And I always get something out of it. Right. Wonderful. Well, so we're talking about the holidays, Chaplain, and I want to mm-hmm. tap into your infinite wisdom and share with us, what do you recommend, like during the holidays, if if, if that seems to be a season that is stressful for some, perhaps they've lost a loved one around the holidays or, you know, there's, it's just tied to bad memories as opposed mm-hmm. to good ones. What can you recommend for those individuals that may not be so excited about the holidays coming and yet there's, you know, joy and, you know, all this all around them? What, what are some recommendations that you might provide from a spiritual perspective? I would say, first of all, Uh, This is the best time of the year, if you're not doing it, is to carve out time for Mm -hmm. spiritual wellness. You know, we have 24 hours a day. We've heard this before, right? 24 hours a day. You know, we work, what, maybe eight hours a day. We sleep maybe eight hours a day. Some of us don't (laughs) sleep that that much. Okay, so how many hours do you have left? You know, eight plus eight, 16, you have eight more hours. What? So the question for all of us, and I think it's an important question for us to ask is, is what do we do with those eight hours? And I'm convinced that if we take a look at those eight hours, somewhere in those eight hours, we can carve out time 
for mm-hmm. spiritual wellness. And I think it's an important time to do that because it is a time of the year where you can really set aside that quiet time. I purposely was quiet there just for a moment, Tim, but set aside that quiet time to reflect on your faith. You can look back on the past year and and really recognize maybe those good things that have gone on in your life regarding your faith, your journey. You can think about your faith and you can think about the observances and reflect on what observances you have you know, recognized in the past and, and this, this year coming up, what observances, you know, for me, it's Christmas, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's a time when I reflect on the birth of Christ mm-hmm. for me, whatever your, your faith tradition is, it's a time, I think, to carve out that time, set aside that quiet time where you can reflect on your faith and those observances and those traditions. There's no better time, Tim, to do that. And I think that can kind of lift you out of the gutter, Mm -hmm. you know, to some degree, if you take time to do that. Yeah. So you mentioned the term spiritual wellness. What, how would you define that more specifically for our listeners? Because my idea of spiritual wellness may mean one thing, but maybe it's something different for someone else. How would you define spiritual wellness? What does that look like specifically? To me, spiritual wellness typically centers on some sort of disciplines. You think of all, you know, there's there's different faiths out there, for instance. They all have certain disciplines that are connected that draw them to whatever their source is, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I use myself as an example, okay? So my source is God. And so what disciplines in my life draw my spirit close to God. And so when we're talking about the spirit and we're talking about the spiritual wellness of an individual, for me, it's very much connected with those disciplines that are part of that faith tradition. You know, for me, it's prayer. For me, it's spending time in the Bible, you know, and especially during this time of year, for me, it's it's meditating on the events of the birth of Christ. Right. Okay. And so all that is tied together. There's typically a faith dimension to it, faith in someone or something, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking about spiritual wellness, I think all those are very closely connected together. The spirit, the disciplines that are connected and and the faith Mm -hmm. of the individual. Sure. At a personal level. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I appreciate that answer because, you know, I can closely relate with your faith because I share the Christian faith as well. And I think that's really important because sometimes we do kind of fall by the wayside in, in some of those things. And so I, I'm encouraged by our talk today. I, I really appreciate the service that you provide to our community. One last thing I want to talk about is serving others. And I have found that sometimes if I get in a funk, I lack, um, you know, a certain appreciation or I'm, uh, you know, thankfulness. I've really found that if, when I find ways to help others, that mm-hmm. is extremely helpful to me. Have you found that in your profession when you work with people and, and are there ways to connect to maybe serve in the community or serve in your congregation or anything of that nature? Uh, Tim, that's a great point. And that's very much connected to what we're talking about with spiritual wellness. When we're talking about those disciplines, when we're talking about faith, really, you can't, 
you can't talk about all that unless you talk about how we're going to serve others, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all called, you know, to love others, to serve them. I do see it. Uh, you know, even in the people of the congregation that I serve, you know, when they are serving others, you can see how their lives are blessed. They, I think, are more at peace, you know, mm-hmm. and experience that joy mm-hmm. of the season. I think it starts in the morning. Mm-hmm. How so? Well, I think I think it's important that we make the most of our morning. How do we start out in the morning? You know, what is our perspective Mm-hmm. As we wake up in the morning and we go about our day, are we going to start the morning thinking about, okay, what can I get for myself? Right. You know, how, how can I kind of get further in my life? Or, or do we wake up in the morning and, and we, well, we engage our faith, first of all, but, but then we ask ourselves, you know, how can I make a difference in somebody's life today? How can I serve somebody else? How can I love the people around me? And then it goes through the day. We carry that with us. You know, our faith, our faith should not be something that we just leave in the morning and, and we leave it inside our house and we go about our day and we forget about it. Our faith should be something we carry with us during the day, which means that even during the day, we're thinking about, you know, how can I make a difference in somebody's life today? Yeah. You know, how can I brighten somebody's day and encourage them? And then especially, I think as we go to bed at night, do not go to bed angry is what I say, right? Now, if you've done what I've already said, there's there's less of a likelihood, I think, that you're going to go to bed angry, right? Yeah, right. Okay, but, you know, as you lay your head down tonight, you know, just think, is there someone I need to forgive? Is there someone I need to offer grace to? Is there is there someone I need to serve? How about that person that hurt me? Maybe there was something going on in their life today. And and, you know, maybe there's something going on there. And I just need to offer a prayer for him because, you know, the things they said to me, well, you know what? Maybe that's just coming out because something's going on, Yeah, you know? So these are questions, I think, to ask even before you go to bed at night uh, so you can sleep well, the, so that you can sleep at peace and know that through the day, somehow you have made a difference, right? Mm-hmm. As you have started out your morning, as you've gone about your day, you've made a difference in someone's life. And then... Just a closing remark on that, I would say, be compassionate to yourself. Yeah, I, I think that's an important <laughs> one, right? Because, um, you know, we're, we're probably harder on ourselves than anybody else we a are. lot of times, aren't we, Chaplain? We, yeah. are, we are hard on ourselves and we can, you know, I can say all that and then we can go at the end of the day and say, you know what, I didn't do all that. Oh. And I would say, don't beat up on yourself. There's another day. Yep. Uh, be compassionate towards yourself. Forgive yourself. And uh, turn turn what you can over for me. It's turn everything over I can to God mm-hmm. and uh, start the next day with a perspective of gratitude to be thankful and look at how you can make a difference, Tim. Well, amen to that. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures is his mercies are new every morning. So it's a. Uh, it's a refreshing thing to realize. Uh, thank you, Chaplain, so much for coming out today and uh, sharing uh, this information. You know, we really hope that it will be a blessing to, to those that are listening. And thank you once again for all you do for the Redstone Arsenal community. 
Tim, I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And uh, we will conclude this session. Hope you all enjoyed uh, Chaplain Layman's testimony today. And uh, we look forward to talking with you again soon. Y'all have a happy holiday season.